Blog Talk Radio. To get a thousand miles from the Earth, a rocket would need this much power. It would take far more than a human lifetime. But a space station might look something like this. To get a thousand you are now listening to the Technology Cares Free Radio Show. Today's host, Kenneth Saunders III. Good Monday evening. This is the Technologies Cares Free Radio Show. I am your host, Kenneth Saunders III. Hope everyone had a good weekend. I know I did. I had a very, very busy weekend. It was birthday weekend for my brother and my niece, and it was absolutely awesome. And I have to say this, which is something that's kind of um, interesting. Uh, Technology is, of course, throughout my entire family. So one of the funny aspects of the weekend uh, particularly uh, for my brother, we all went out as a family, went out to dinner. So we're all sitting in at the table, and instead of us really talk, I and mean, we did talk, but the other way that we all talked to each other was through our Apple Watches and using a digital touch. And I got to say, um, this is the first uh, birthday since me and my brothers all have uh, Apple Watches, it was definitely an interesting experience. Very, very interesting. But if you are listening to the show, you can call in here at 347-994-1867. The number here is 347-994-1867. Now, what's, uh, what am I talking about today? You know, I didn't really plan on actually having this show today, but I just felt like talking. And that's one of the purposes of being here on Blog Talk Radio is that not only is it a way of being able to have an online radio show, it allows you to be able to talk about things on the whim whenever you need to, particularly, you know, for you to have an audience and particularly to build your brand. Uh, my brand, of course, is Technologies Cares 3. And I do talk about technology. I speak the truth about technology. So one of the things that I would actually say is that, uh, particularly from the last show, uh, which was on Friday, um, talking about the Samsung products and, and virtual reality and augmented reality, it's a, it's a it's a very uh, particular when it comes to virtual reality. Uh, it's just really been sinking in with, and I, I, I most likely will uh, actually do development work with uh, within the VR realm. I really do feel that that uh, beyond home automation, when it comes to how we interact with devices and how we're going to communicate, that is truly the next level. I, once you experience it, I, I, it's hard to say that this is not the next level, particularly with it being in, in its true infancy. 
and that you still don't have a whole lot of people that are developing for it. But if you are listening and you have an interest in development, get into it. Do your investigation. Do, do your work on it, your research on it, and see whether or not if it is for you. But I will say this is the industry to be in as far as with the next level. I, and, and, hey, if you don't believe me, just take a look at my track record for for the past few couple of decades with me being in technology and being able to look at future trends and what's actually going to be hot. Everything that I have said has been hot. But that's my free advice. Join me if you want. If you don't, just keep watching. <laughs> that's all I have to say. <laughs> so, but one of the things I don't want to be able to talk about today is the cloud. For those that are listening and don't know exactly what the cloud is, it's definitely a term that has been that has been talked about for years. And yet I still hear people that have no clue about what does it mean. Well, I'm going to put it the the simplest way possible. And that's simply to say, basically, online are, are servers that are located in some big data center in a whole other state or country. And that information is stored so that you can have access to it all the time. That's pretty much what the cloud is. It's a bunch of servers, a bunch of hard drives storing your information. So what does it mean by actually utilizing the cloud? Okay, so for instance, I'm going to put in a way that how I use it. And I do trust the cloud to some degree. Now, of course, before, when, when it came to, for instance, like backups, for instance, and I still have that, uh, particularly with my, with my own computers, where I will pretty much uh, back everything up onto a hard drive, which replicates itself on another hard drive, and then I've also computers that have backups within the computer as far as with redundancy. So I have a backup, a backup, a backup. But now when it comes to my phones and my tablets, those are uploaded to iCloud. iCloud is Apple's cloud service. So in a sense, for me, I'm using iCloud as a backup service. Now, you may have heard of Carbonite um, and some other services. You may have heard of uh, Google Drive, Dropbox, those are all cloud services. And for the most part, they almost interact with, they, don't, they just interact with you for being able to provide an online backup. So on a daily basis, my phone, for instance, backs up to iCloud. But then also my entire photo library 
is also in iCloud. So when I go and take a picture or video, and then when I'm back at home or if I'm in a Wi-Fi um, hotspot, or basically my photos are uploaded to iCloud so that they can populate not only on my, on my iPad, but then also on my Mac. But my Mac, in turn, will, down, will download the original photos at the original size and resolution, and so that's backed up on my Mac, but then it goes to my time machine or my external hard drive for another backup. So I have backups constantly. And that's kind of how you have to think about with what the cloud is. It's nothing to really be afraid of because, in a sense, if you think about it, the entire Internet is a cloud, but made of a bunch of servers that are holding information. That's essentially what it is. So... With, like, personal information, basically I have to look at the type of service that you are utilizing. So, for instance, if you have very personal information, you don't necessarily really want to put it in the cloud where you don't have a whole lot of security. You want to make sure that you use the services or the, yeah, the online cloud services that has that, that protection, that security in it, to where they have a two-step uh security system, which means that not only do you have to provide a password, but then you may have to use another app that may authenticate your access to that service. Like, for instance, one of the things that I believe that you should do if you're using particularly Google, for instance, using Google services, the primary aspect of Google is everything is cloud-based or server-based. So if you buy a Chromebook, for instance, a Chromebook is only useful if it's connected to the – because the Google apps, you know, for your spreadsheet word processing, your presentation software, your forms, they're all online. Now, sure, you can convert that, export it out to where you can save it on your hard drive, but what's the point? Because you want to be have access to it all the time. Same thing, like, for instance, like here on, on, on my phone or iPad, uh, when I'm using a, a program like Pages, for instance, or Numbers or Keynote, my documents are automatically saved into iCloud so that I have access to my documents no matter what device I'm, I'm using. So even if you're using Windows 10, for instance, Windows 10 will give you the option from the very beginning to use OneDrive, and OneDrive is their cloud service so that when you are opening up Word, you are not saving it on your hard drive, you're saving it to OneDrive. So that way that no matter what computer you're using, you have access to OneDrive, and that will allow you to be able to create your documents, edit your documents, and share them. So it's very important for people to have an understanding that cloud computing Cloud backups is here to stay. And it's just like the avoidance that people have of, like, for instance, social networks, for instance. There are some technology that is disruptive, and you have to be able to get used to it. Like Uber, for instance. Uber has come in and has disrupted the taxi cab industry. And th th that those groups of people with the taxis, they're highly upset because Uber is actually providing a better service. 
But instead of complaining about it, they should learn how to adapt to it, which would be the smartest thing. But when you have people that are not visionaries, that, that, that are so tried and true to the old ways, the traditional ways of doing things, all they're going to be left is complaining and kicking and screaming as their way becomes the old way. Not traditional, just simply the old, useless way. So even when it comes to our computers, as much as we love to have our hard drives and everything else, we have to get used to being able to use clouds, various clouds and or various cloud services. So like even for me, not only am I using Apple services, but I use Microsoft, I use Google, I use Dropbox, I use Box. Who else am I using? <laughs> I use all those services for everything that I do. And so I don't have a fear of it, particularly even when I'm developing apps, for instance. I save some things on my computer, and I save things in my cloud. That way I always have access to it no matter where I am. And I like that. You know, I like the fact that that I have that ability. Another good example of, of how cloud actually works is that let's say if you are signed up with Spotify or Apple Music or Google Music, when you're doing the streaming, you can say, as far as, hey, I, my music is in a cloud. I stream from the cloud. And by even saying that, you're not far off from the truth. So, for instance, even like with me signing up to, with Apple Music, the music that I had on my computer, Apple saw it and said, okay, now we're going to make that, all your music that you have on your, on your hard drive, we're going to make that available here at Apple. So no matter what device you have and wherever you are, you can have access to all the music that that you that you that that you have, which is great because you know what? That means that you don't have to have so much storage on your computer. And it's kind of funny, like when you think about like how people use storage these days. And I don't know about you. I well, I, I know I'm a little bit different because I have music giga gigabytes of music, gigabytes of photos and videos. So I'm a storage hog. I'm a digital pack rat, honestly. And you know, hey, you know that that's fine. And I, I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with it. But when it comes to like using storage on my phone you know, it's interesting when I look at it, is that, so I only have like six, four gigabytes on my phone. And even now, I'm still struggling with storage, just because I have tons of apps, photos, and everything else. But the vast majority of my stuff is up with Apple. So even like with the, well, actually, you know what, let's go ahead and, and because 
I, let, let's set the record straight as far as with like how many photos that people have, because like uh, when I do my, my services with people and, you know, particularly trying to help them out with their uh, uh, computing needs, some in particular, we talk about photos and like, Oh, how many photos do you have? You know, somebody will say like, oh, I got a lot of photos. I'm like, well, how many? Oh, I got like 763. I'm like, Wow. That's a lot of photos? And they're like, yeah, it's a lot of photos. I said, okay, well, let's go ahead and look at my phone. Let's see how many photos I have. So I go, and, you know, I go to my settings, and I go to my general, then I go to about, and then I go to photos. And as of right now, folks, I have 7,224 photographs. Hey, is that a lot? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> no, it is a lot. From my 64 gigs, I only have 2.9 gigabytes free. But I got 7,224 photographs on my phone right now. And all of that is on iCloud. Normally, to have that many photographs, I would be completely out of space. But because everything is up there, all it does is just save load thumbnails, and when I access those photos, then it loads the original. And then after a while, then it loads it, you know, takes away the original and puts it back up in iCloud. So you're always constantly saving space, which is great. So I recommend those who have iPhones and are running iOS 8, please, please, please use iPhoto, li- iPhoto Library. Now, okay, now the downside to it is that, okay, you may not be paying for iCloud storage now because you're giving away the free five gigabytes for free. Well, go ahead and you may have to pay for it. So if you pay it, you know, $4 a month, you get 200 gigabytes. For most people, that's going to be good enough. For me, it is for even just how I'm using it. But if you have an Android, for instance, one of the programs that you can use um, is the Google Photos app. And with Google, what they are giving their customers or users is unlimited storage. That way that you can store all of your photographs on on Google, and that's going to save you space on your your phone and on your devices, particularly as the trend for, for Android to go with how, like, the iPhoto, I mean, or iPhones have, that will allow you to be able to, you know, save all your photographs, have access to it anywhere, so that for those people who like to lose their phones or break their phones, you're not crying over spilled milk because your phone doesn't turn on. You just get a new device and all your photos are, are up there. But then also another thing, for everyone that has an Android phone, please, please back up your phone. Use Google to back up your phone do not back up to your SIM card. Yeah, it may be nice that you can add additional storage to your phone and stuff, but I, there are counts, countless people who continue to break their phones and lose all their contacts because they're storing all their contacts with on their phone instead of with Google. That is the whole point. And Google please stop making it an option for people to skip that important stuff because you're not doing anybody any service. 
services by them losing all the context of photographs and everything else. And then even for you that use iPhones and iPads, turn on your iCloud. Use the backup on there. Therefore, particularly if you plan on getting some of the new phones, when you get the new phone, you don't have to worry about backing it up to your computer. You can just turn on your new phone, and everything that is currently on your phone will be placed onto the new phone. That's what you, you, you all need to do. And, and backups is, is a very serious thing. I, I constantly urge people to find some kind of way of backing up your devices. Because it really only takes one time for you to lose everything in order for you to learn. Now, with all the photographs that I have, now particularly, like I know for a fact that it would be difficult for me to lose all that information. Now, again, yeah, you can be a little bit sophisticated and have your local backups and your cloud storage and making sure all that is still the same. I mean, that's kind of what I do. But the way that it's done for me is pretty simple. I've been able to simplify the process. Hey, if you need that help, you can hire me to help you do it. Plain and simple. I am a technology consultant by day and night and late night. (laughs) No, no, I need that time for sleep. But the reality of it is, is that I really want people to heed the advice that I have, that, 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 that I give. And because I'm here to, to help you enhance your life through the use of technology, because no matter how you look at it, technology is here to stay. It's not going to go anywhere. We're not going to go back to the Industrial Revolution there, the, the, the Industrial Revolution. We're not going back to where, where the wheel was first created. We're not going back to when fire was, was founded. We're moving forward, and we're going to a whole nother realm. And particularly, like I said earlier in the show, with virtual reality, it's something that you have to realize that not only is this going to come, it's going to come and stay. And then from there, things move forward in a whole nother, whole nother direction. And it's going to be pretty awesome when it really does come. So that's why when the things that I talk about, where whether or not it's home automation or what other folks are saying, the Internet of Things, being able to talk to your phone, use your phone dictation. All phones have it. Use Siri. Use Google Now. Use Cortana. And just because it may not work perfectly doesn't mean that you stop using it. Because these are products that continue to evolve. It's like the same thing I tell people like with, uh, with Maps, for instance, on, on Apple products, is that you know, when Apple for, moved away from Google Maps and started their own mapping service, people said, ah, oh, it's messed up. Ah, ah, ah. And I said, well, why don't you use it now? Ah, because, you know, it's still messed up. How do you know that if you're talking about the last time you used it was three years ago? These things evolved. It's like how Google Maps has evolved. Sometimes you have to not be so finicky, even though the last show I talked about Foursquare, but they completely messed up their product. 
it wasn't even that of them, you know, of them evolving. They just completely busted up. But there are programs that are out there that evolve over a period of time, and they may not be perfect when they first come out. That's why they get user feedback so that they can improve it. And that's what technology is all about, being able to progress. There's no cons- – you can't politicize technology. You can't say that it's a liberal idea or a, a conservative idea. Technology is all about progression, point period blank. And you have to be able to get used to it. Same thing in particular like when I talk about uh, the other aspect of what I do, uh, particularly when it comes to going on vacations and, and utilizing the service of vacation. And, you know, going to my website, gosomewhere.pacation.com, and being able to is a beautiful thing. Through the use of technology, using the Internet, I can go on vacation for an extremely good price. I can help book vacations from home for other people through my website. And I love the fact that when you go to gosomewhere.pacation.com, that you can even sign up for your own travel portal so that you can receive discounts. And so it's like the, the whole system is absolutely amazing because of the fact is that it's utilizing technology and being able to call people through through this the use of cell phones and being able to connect with people so that people can save on travel. I recommend you do the same thing. Okay, now that really did sound like a plug, but it really was <laughs> because I'm sponsoring my own website and my own radio show. So, yes, I do have the freedom of being able to do that. But back to let's get back on the topic. So when it comes to uh, technology and when it comes to cloud computing, cloud storage, again, it is something that you need to get used to. And now, again, if you have any questions about it, then, of course, you can definitely contact me. And to do that, yes, you can call me, uh, you know, you can reach me out on my Facebook page, is at Technologist Cares 3, or you can contact me through my website, uh, cares3tech.com. But it's something that, you know, particularly when it comes to, you know, just being able to use the cloud is just such an essential part of my life. And I want to make sure that it's part of your life also. Because it doing it other way on how you have to manually try to worry about where your data is and how it's stored and how it's secured, not everybody's an expert at it. Just leave it to people that know how that, that is it's already taken care of. Of course, if, you, again, you need help for that, that's why I'm here. But make sure that you try to utilize it. Again, I'm going to sum things up. If you have an iPhone, make sure you turn on your iCloud. Make sure that you turn on your backups. If you go into your settings on the iCloud, you go and you go through the list, make sure everything is turned on, including your backups, and make sure that your backups are turned on. Turn on your photos. Go to your photos. Make sure your iPhoto cloud, iCloud photo library is turned on. 
and make sure that it's optimized for your device to save space. If you have a Mac, make sure that you are utilizing Time Machine. Get an external hard drive. Now, in fact, get two external hard drives. One, you want to make a master backup and take it to a safety deposit box. And then the other one you keep for uh, that you keep that you basically keep at home and you keep your hourly backups on, and then you switch it out every couple of months or so. But then also, if you have an Android phone, make sure that you are utilizing Google services to back up your phone. But then also make sure that when you're backing up your phone, that not only you're backing your phone, but make sure your context and calendars are being synced with with iCloud. No, I saw iCloud. I'm sorry, with, with Google. Same thing with Microsoft. Make sure that you're utilizing OneDrive. Now, we have definitely reached the end of my show, and I want to thank everyone that has taken the time to listen to me. Because I am here for you as your technology guru, your alpha geek, and I hope everyone has a great evening, and I look forward to speaking to you later in this week. Have a good night. Please hang up and try again.